your money today. Carolyn Wright finds out how increasing investor interest in the ESG sector is being handled by family offices. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In your money today, I'm going to take a look at how family offices are adapting to increased investor interest in sustainability and the ESG space. I'm joined now by Pullman Lowe, who is founding managing partner of Alpha Trio Capital. Thank you for joining me today. Good morning, Caroline. Nice to meet you. Well, it's great to meet you too. So first off, can you tell me a little bit about the investment landscape in those sectors and the role that family offices mm. play in that currently? First of all, I would say when you look at the investment landscape, then you would divided into public versus private investments. So by public, we mean, you know, all the stocks, all the listed vehicles, whereas uh, private is all the unlisted companies, all the startups. We're right here at the Cyberport. This is where a lot of the local startups are founded. And there are also a range of different investors from family offices to institutional investors to corporates. And there's also a spectrum of capital all the way from traditional investing, which does not take sustainability into account. And there is responsible investing, you know, that tries to take better care of the people and planet. And then there's ESG investing, which basically tries to avoid all the externalities, the bad stuff. And we also have impact investing, which is perhaps a newer category that has an interesting mix of risk and return, um, depending on which stage of investments we're looking at, be it venture or it could be growth or it could be later staged near public. So I am of the belief that actually we have reached a time whereby it's actually possible to not have a trade-off between risk and return for impact investing, simply because we are now dealing with an existential challenge here. I would say that this transition that we're trying to drive to a more sustainable future is the greatest transition in the history of mankind. We are dealing with one of the most unpresented risks and challenges, but we can also turn that into the greatest opportunity if we can truly reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. But because we are dealing with an existential challenge, I think the business opportunities associated with this transition are also unprecedented. So in terms of impact and sustainability, I I think that family offices can play a very strategic role because as family offices are often a product of several generations of, of families owning a business, I think the role that values play in investing would be more important than in, say, an institutional investment firm, whereby I would say most of the focus is on driving returns. I think that's mostly what the management team would be driven to achieve as part of their KPI. But for family offices, there's also the desire to create a lasting legacy. So it would make most sense if their investments also reflect some of the values that they embrace and some of the priorities that mean the most to these family members. It could be the environment and within that, you know, there are different priorities and and interests. It could be the ocean or it could be biodiversity or it could be education or it could be healthcare. And I, I think the fact that family offices can offer not just 
capital, but also the resources and connections for startups to really be able to commercialize and scale. Make it ultra important that family offices can actually drive this trend in impact investing. Yeah. What are you seeing in terms of the investor side of things and how they are driving change? What sort of questions are they asking of their family offices when when they're looking to go into this? To be honest, I think be it institutional investors or family offices, they would be wondering whether it's actually possible to generate alpha return while doing good. I myself evangelist for impact investing because I truly believe that it is possible to do well by doing good. I launched the first carbon neutral hotel on iClub 13 years ago and since then we have been investing in green tech companies to help decarbonize our operations. And what I found and what I find most encouraging is the fact that companies that deliver impact actually outperform the rest of our portfolio, which consists of non-impact investments. So this means that companies actually are successful because of the impact they deliver rather than in spite of. So I think that answers the question whether actually it is possible. Of course, I think whether it's family offices or institutional investors, one would want to see some sort of track record. And that's the challenge here because green tech investments are really a new breed. And in Asia, we're really lagging behind. So the amount of capital allocated to impact investing has exceeded a trillion globally. But in Asia, we only account for roughly 16%. Even though we account for two thirds of the world's population and also two thirds of the world's emissions, and we're the fastest growing part of the world, but we are truly lagging behind. Again, I think because there's this worry that there's lack of track record and also fear that maybe it's not possible and maybe these investments haven't got a proven track record. But I would say, you know, it really does take a leap of faith because we are really running out of time. There are about only 800 gigatons of carbon dioxide budget left if we were to stay below the two degree limit set by the Paris Agreement. So that leaves us with roughly about 16 years. So we've got to move yeah, fast. We have. So how much do you think of a role does regulation play in this in terms of building that sort of investor confidence that, you know, the, the project that they're getting involved in is going to deliver those returns and is doing what it says it is? So I'm a big believer in public private philanthropy partnerships because I think we all have to play a role and we need to build that sort of ecosystem so that we can work together to drive this transition forward. Unfortunately, we are in an age of very challenging market conditions. So it's vital that the public sector, meaning the government, also sets certain rules and regulations to provide enough incentives for businesses to adhere to ESG principles, to embrace sustainability, and also to offer certain rewards. Otherwise, it will be very difficult because we are now talking about survival of the fittest in, in many circumstances, you know, with mounting interest rates and very challenging conditions. So hopefully the regulatory landscape will evolve to a state where it becomes very clear. For example, I, I think that soon there will be no more green loans because all loans will be green. So all buildings will have to adhere to certain building standards um, in order to obtain loans from the banks. So I think, again, the reward and punishment needs to be very clear.
that's very interesting the point that you're making how things will change mm. and it's changing so rapidly that we'll end up in that situation where you'll it's have not to. a choice but yeah. um, but i think for those who who recognize the benefits and the logic behind impact investing uh, will be the winners because they are will be ahead of the game. I believe that you know when a company truly embraces sustainability at the core, it will be able to build a culture and a brand that stands for values. So you'll be able to attract loyal followers to your brand mission rather than to you know just your products and services. And also you'll be able to attract the best of the best talent because. I would say 100% of the next generation care deeply for the environment. So they will be intrinsically motivated and you'll be able to attract and retain the best talent. And then from a valuation standpoint, I think a company that is known for best sustainable performance will definitely have a higher valuation simply because of better ESG risk management. And then, of course, from a regulatory point of view, as I mentioned just now, I think going forward, the rules and regulations should be very much in support of those that optimize their sustainability. Great to get your insights. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. That's Perlman Lowe, who is founding managing partner of Alpha Trio Capital. Thank you.